All right, everybody. So thank you to peeling back the fourth wall. So uh, for those of you who noticed, we did not do a episode last Friday. Um, probably going to be continuing to do that. Only going to be posting episodes on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, moving forward, you know, it's been a little too much on Aurora um, with her very busy schedule. So uh, we're going to be cutting it back to just Mondays and Wednesdays moving forward. And uh, it may allow us to create a separate podcast, uh, maybe on sports that Aurora really enjoys as well. So uh, maybe looking to do that down the line, we will see uh, what it gives us the flexibility to do. But uh, yeah, anyway, so we will uh, get into today's episode. We're going to be talking about some uh, news updates, probably going to be doing this uh, most Mondays moving forward just giving you guys updates on what is going on because obviously that's a big part of the movie industry and everyone does need to be aware of you know everything that's happening uh so aurora uh said that this is very important she really loves uh the news episodes because it's great for us to get that news out to people because it's very important that they know it however aurora also said that the news is boring and so she is under the bed uh, asleep right now because the news is boring for her uh, but she did give me notes to go off of, and uh, yeah, we will get to everything and go off of her notes to make sure that she we can still feel her presence even though she's uh, sleeping through the news right now. So uh, first off, we are going to talk about how uh, obviously we're, we've seen so many films lately that uh, the you know theatrical release date for the film has been pushed back, right? Uh, and it gets pushed back further and further and further. And it's like, oh my gosh, we're never going to see these films. You know, Fantastic Beasts, like uh, th these films just keep getting pushed back. And it's like, oh my gosh, when are we going to get to see what we want to see? So actually some good news with a couple of films. Uh, recently, they have moved up their release dates. Yay. So that's really great news right there that we are getting some films moved up in their release dates. And the couple of films for this is G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes. Uh, and that has moved up three months to July. Okay. Now, this is great. I really uh, like that this has moved up. Obviously, I'd like to see this sooner than later. And I really enjoyed the first two G.I. Joe films. For those of you who have not seen them, a lot of people did not like them. They were kind of against them. But I enjoyed them quite a bit. And uh, Snake Eyes is my favorite character from the G.I. Joe series. So this, I think, will be a very good movie. I think they're doing a really good job with putting the right types of people and the right um, the right talent in place, you know, from directing and acting and all of those things as well for the film. So we will see how it goes. Hopefully it does pretty well. But we will see that in July now as it got moved up three months. Next is The Purge 5, okay? Now, this is a film franchise that uh, I hope does not get to where it's just so repetitively vomiting of the same exact thing over and over and over, right? We're like the Fast and Furious movies nowadays. Uh, hopefully it does not get to that situation, but The Purge movies itself, the concept of it itself, a first one I really enjoyed. I really did. I think the concept was good. I think it's a great conspiracy theory type of uh, movie. You know, my mother-in-law really gets into uh, movie conspiracy, or not movie conspiracies, but just conspiracies in general. And this is one that is a little, it's close enough to where it could be something in the realm of possibility for reality, right? So it's something that you could see 
in a crazy world actually happen okay and the concept is it's it's really good it's really good i enjoyed it quite a bit um to give you guys some backstory on it but not fully give things away is the purge itself basically it stems from the idea that one day out of every year because the crime rates and everything were so high across the country across the world that the leadership of the world decided to put a purge in place and so for one day the 24 hours only 24 hours once a year every year there will be a purge this purge is actually a 24-hour period that every crime including murder is legal okay so you can literally do anything that you want to do within that 24-hour period and there are families that obviously they board their homes up and they try to play it nice and play it safe and you know they they try to stay safe there's other people who go out and do some things that they've been wanting to do and get it off their chest and uh this actually drops the crime weight rate dramatically across the entire world and for 364 days the world is a much safer place and i think it's a really cool concept i really do but for that one day i don't know if it's worth it i don't know if it's worth it to allow one day of just anything goes uh for the 364 other days but anyway, good concept. If you haven't seen it, I would highly encourage you to watch at least the first one. It's not really too gory. It's not too much on the horror side. Uh, I think you guys would enjoy it. All right, moving away from the movies that are getting pushed up. That movie is getting pushed up one week to July 2nd. Um, so not very much, but got pushed up nevertheless. So now moving on to some uh, other different news is... Um, there's going to be a Mission Impossible 8 following one year after Mission Impossible 7. Uh, so for those of you who probably already know about this, um, it's not you know all that new. But I did want to talk about it because we haven't talked about it on the episode before. Mission Impossible 7 is coming out in 2022. And in 2023, Mission Impossible 8 is coming out. That's right, one year after the prequel movie to that. Or, well, one year later, the sequel is coming out to 7. And I think that's great. I love it. it it's obvious that the uh, it's obviously that the um, the franchise is trying to capitalize on Tom Cruise while he can still be young enough to play this role. And I am absolutely fine with that. I have seen way too many times that a film franchise jumps away from a lead character too much, or we don't get enough of that content before they get too old or whatever for the for the uh, franchise, and we really just are left without content that we can get. Um, you know, and I think it's much easier to take a character and maybe hand over the mantle to someone else when that lead character is still present and active as a part of it so hopefully they can maybe do something like that later on because these are pretty good uh films that they keep pumping out and um i think it's going to be a really good job uh by them to see seven and eight and hopefully we will see it shift to another actor uh later on or actress later on uh for these mission impossible movies uh as they have been pretty good especially in the spy segment of the movie world they're right up there they're top notch and i really appreciate them so um good luck to them hopefully those films are really great and we will see them back to back and i can't wait to see more films hopefully do this where we're not waiting three or four years in between every single sequel because it really drags things out it makes it so hard for us um, as film lovers to wait that long you know it used to be things would come out every year or two um, now if it's a great film it's a great franchise and you want to do it justice okay i get it you can take the time but everyone is doing this now and especially with the sequels they're putting out it should not take that long to do that so anyway 
really good concept with that. I love how it's coming a lot quicker for those movies. Next is uh, Netflix. Okay, Netflix has a deal with Sony. So the deal with Sony uh, is to stream their movies after theatrical release. Okay, so for a lot of you who don't know this or even just think about it, because if you think about it, you would understand what's going on. The um, producing companies, you know, the Disney's, the Universal's, the Sony's, you know, the, these places that create film franchises, uh, produced films, they obviously try to get their money based off of theaters, right? So they're getting their money off of the ticket price and theaters, things like that. Obviously, things are changing now with the streaming battle and things like that, and everyone's going to have to pivot and see where they land. So um, before this, though, and still today, there are going to be films that come out, and you are getting the bulk of your money from that theatrical release when that movie comes out in theaters and so what happens is you sign a deal with one of these streaming platforms um, in the more recent years you sign a deal with them that that movie will be allowed onto those streaming platforms or be available to purchase digitally or or be purchased to to be played at home these deals used to be like with blockbuster and things like that for those of you who actually remember what blockbuster was um so used to be able to rent these movies things like that very similar to streaming where you have a deal with the blockbusters and things like that that hey our movies are going to go here people can purchase them after they're not in theaters anymore okay so netflix has signed the deal with sony now so sony and netflix that's going to be that's where the rights is for Sony films. And this is big because I think there's going to be developments possibly down the line, and we'll talk about some of that later, is Netflix could really be hurting from a content standpoint and losing some of their premium content. And if that happens, they're going to be kind of crippled. So this deal really helps them to stay a little bit solidified for now. So first of these films that we're thinking about is Morbius. Okay, Morbius is the film about the vampire character from the Spider-Man franchise from the Marvel Universe. Um... This film is a Sony film. It is not a Disney film. Okay, so very similar to Venom, similar to kind of how Deadpool was, similar to how the uh, old Spider-Mans with Sam Sam Raimi's Spider-Mans and the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, similar to those, um, were separate from Disney, right? So they weren't a part of the MCU. Now, this film could be become a part of the MCU at some point maybe they want to do that but right now it is not set to be that way and it is going to be separate very similar to Venom right now and so because of that um, this film Jared Leto stars in it as a vampire type character uh, should be a really good film I will still go see it even though it may may not be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe I'll still go see it because it's a very intriguing character for sure. Uh, but this might leave the door open for Jared Leto to maybe go back to the DCU in a Joker-type capacity, even though I know he has said that he really does not want to do that. So anyway, interesting there. Uh, moving on next is Bullet Train. Okay, This is another Sony Pictures film that's coming out. It stars Brad Pitt, Lady Gaga, and Sandra Bullock. Okay, So you're taking an assassin from Mr. and Mrs. Smith like Brad Pitt, and you're taking Sandra Bullock from Speed. You're putting them to be together on a bullet train, and there, here you, there you go, right? So um, this is a, it's going to be an interesting movie. It takes seven assassins, puts them on a bullet train, um, and, and we'll see. We'll see. I don't really know a lot of the details yet, but, I mean, it's got some star power behind it. Maybe they do a good job, and it's a really good film when it comes out. But this one will be going straight to Netflix as well after the theatrical release. Okay, and next is Bad Boys 4. Okay, so I have not 
had the privilege to watch Bad Boys 3 yet. I really enjoyed the first two Bad Boys films. Very much enjoyed them. And I do need to watch the third one, and I will watch the third one. I just haven't gotten there yet. But, fun fact for all of you, that was the highest grossing film from 2020. What's the highest grossing film from 2020, COVID year? It was Bad Boys 3. And obviously that was a part of COVID. COVID knocked out some of these other big players like Milan and things like that when those popped up. But still, pretty good props for them. Uh, that's a fun fact of trivia that you might be able to spin off to someone, um, make you look a little smart and whatnot. But uh, yeah, Bad Boys 4, again, that's going to be one of those ones where once it's done with theatrical release, it will go to Netflix as well. Okay, now... Moving on from the uh, Netflix concepts, we're actually moving into a little bit of other types of news. So this is talking about Wonder Woman's uh, Gal Gadot. Um, I know I mispronounced that, but the actress who plays Wonder Woman in the DC films right now, um, amazing actress, you know, amazing actress, really great woman. Um, she has joined the bandwagon, and I say bandwagon for lack of a better term. I'm not saying that she's you know, just just doing this at her own, you know, just on a whim. But she has actually come out now and talked about Josh Whedon um, as well from like an, an aggressive, abusive type of stance from how he treats his actors on set. And so this is multiple people now coming out of the woodwork talking about it. It's really hurting Josh Whedon's reputation. Um, you know, he, he's a great actor and a, he's a great um, you know director and everything. I think what happens is it's very similar to something you saw in sports a while back with like a University of Louisville basketball coach for the women's team. You know, the, the women's players are coming out saying he's abusive, he pushes us too hard, those types of things. And at, to some point, what is it where, and I'm not saying this is happening, but it makes you think because there's other actors like Robert Downey Jr. and things like that that say that Josh Whedon brought out like the best of them. So at what point is it that, no, this person just pushes you really hard they expect the best of you and they push you really hard, kind of like a militant figure. And you just don't take to that and you just don't accept it. Well, you don't take to it well and you're not used to it. You know, it's not to say you're weak or anything like that. It's just to say that you don't take to that. Okay. I had a basketball coach when I was in, um, you know, middle school and I did not take to his approach. He was very aggressive, very in your face. And I did not take well to that. Um, so, you know, I, I like, constructive criticism I will take things and you know I will get better and better if you keep giving me constructive criticism but I need someone to be a friend to me and to be an ally to me for me to want to perform better for them you know not somebody to be in my face so I think it's some of that mentality I think it's some of that with Josh Whedon but we'll see we'll see what happens um, I don't think there's any legal things out there right now but um, definitely hurts his reputation that she is now coming out saying he was very aggressive and assertive when it came to coaching me and stuff um, for these for these roles in Wonder Woman um, and in the Justice League films. So that's interesting that that's coming out now. Just one more person to add to it. Um, next here we have uh, Expendables 4, right? I love the Expendables movies. I really enjoy them. Um, you know, 1, 2, and 3 I thought were pretty good. Uh, I like the first one the best, but... Two and three were still pretty good as well. I think Sylvester Stallone does a great job putting these films together. Obviously, it's a lot of action, and I don't think he's very good at putting a great story together, but it's decent enough to make it interesting. 
Um, so yeah, Expendables four. We'll see who all they add to the cast. I think that's going to be a pretty good film as well. And I like to see a lot of these action guys come back and, and reprise um, themselves and and do a great job in some of these roles. So we'll see what happens with Expendables four. Okay. Now uh, this one is a little close. Uh, not close to home for me, but uh, kind of really passionate about this when I was reading it. So the new Ghostbusters film that is coming out, which is like the grandkids of the uh, previous Ghostbusters, right? It's going to be the grandkids in, in a setting where, you know, they find one of their old traps and kind of unleash the ghosts and things like that again. So I love the concept. I told you guys on a previous episode, I like this. I really think it's going to be so good. And I'm very excited even more today because I was reading how Bill Murray actually came out and he said that the story and the 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 plot the movie that is coming out this newest movie is going to be a movie that brings the franchise back to life right so when you got a guy like that who came from the original series who made that original series what it should be he's going to do a wonderful job of being able to tell if this is going to match what the fans want and so i am super excited now i am very pumped to see this, I think it's going to be a very lively movie, even though there's a lot of ghosts in it. Uh, no, Yeah, I know. That was a pun. That was a horrible dad pun, but whatever. So I think this is going to be a really good movie. I can't wait to see it when it comes out, and Bill Murray supporting it just makes it that much more exciting for me uh, to see when it does come out. So looking forward to that again. Okay, next. This is something you guys may have seen in the news. Um, it, it probably didn't get that, many, that much of headlines, but uh, Warner Brothers... Uh, has signed a new theatrical deal, okay? So Warner Brothers' deal, like with HBO Max, is that it used to be 90 days out from the theatrical release, okay? So literally three months from the day that a movie went to theaters and premiered. It could not be live-streamed, could not be purchased, anything like that, to view from home only in theaters for three months, right? That's a long time, and that's pretty good. It worked great for the Harry Potter films, all of those things. I mean, you know, I went multiple times to watch some of those Harry Potter films. So I think it worked really good. They changed their deal with HBO Max now from 90 days to 45 days. And this has a lot of ramifications to it, all right? This is huge for Fantastic Beasts when it comes out. But the ramifications of this is not just HBO Max. It also is huge for the theaters in general. Right, So these theaters would get additional revenue from repeat visits, from people wanting to go and see it a second time. They would also get revenue from people who wanted to see it and didn't want to wait for three months to see it. But you might have a bunch of those fans now that are on the fence enough where it's like, you know what, it's only a month and a half now. I can wait and see it on HBO Max. I will wait for that. Obviously, I'm going to be a diehard. I'm going to go watch Fantastic Beasts when it comes out. I'm going to go see it in theaters. But you're going to have a lot of those people on the fence saying, you know what? I can wait. I can see it from the comfort of my home because it's going to be on HBO Max or it's going to be here or it's going to be here. Like I'm going to be able to see it a lot sooner now. And I think that this makes a huge dynamic for their films that come out. And it's really going to hurt theaters when it comes to their franchises franchise films that they produce and pump out so we'll see how it plays out when fantastic beast comes out we'll see what happens with everybody else in their take but i really would i really expect that this would take a dip in some of their box office numbers but like i said we'll see what happens okay next along the same routes uh universal okay this is a huge note from universal they're actually they're likely to pull their movies from netflix 
okay? And the reason for this, they're likely to pull it from there and have it on Peacock, all right? Peacock's a streaming platform. Uh, it's through, like, the Comcast service and, and those types of things. Comcast is the overseeing company that has Universal under them. So Universal is like a sub-company under the Comcast name. So essentially look at them as the same business, right? Same thing as Peacock. And so um, Comcast has now um, been really... They've really been hurt hard from the cord cutting, right? Everybody wants Sling TV. Everybody wants to, you know, get uh, Netflix and Hulu and, and all of these things. They don't want to have to have a cord. They don't want to have to have these expensive TV packages and plans. They won't be able to watch what they want, when they want, and not pay for something they don't watch and use, right? That's what everybody wants. So because of that, because of the way that this is transitioning, Comcast has been hurt hard, and they have been feeling the pain of this, right? Now, it's not to say that the company's in jeopardy of like going under or anything like that. They are far from that. But it's definitely been hurting. And they know that for this next generation of, of adults and humans growing up, coming out of college and high school, they're going to be used to Sling TV, Fire Stick. They're going to be used to these types of things. And Peacock is Comcast platform, right? So what are they going to do? Well, okay, since you, since you want to see our films they are they're visited and they're watched on netflix a lot especially the camp cretaceous uh show for jurassic park that came out recently like those types of things shrek minions transformers all of that stuff because it's such good content and it's really trafficked heavily on netflix they are now saying you know what let's pull this off netflix because we're not getting money for those subscriptions and let's put it on peacock and all the people that want to watch our stuff on netflix they're going to leave netflix and come to peacock or they're going to stay with netflix but they're still going to buy peacock so now they are now taking a different look a different approach and so i could definitely see where this happens that they take their content off of Netflix, move it to Peacock in order to get their subscriptions up for that service because Comcast knows at some point we are going to have to really transition and take a hard shift and really grow a streaming platform or we're going to fall behind some of these other players like Disney+, Plus, like the Netflixes, like the Hulus. We're going to fall behind and they're already behind as it is, but this would help them catch up right now and make them more of a dominant player in the streaming battle. So, interesting to hear about that makes a lot of sense we will see what they do down the road maybe they strike some big deal with netflix i don't know but right now it has been talked that they're going to pull their jurassic parks and all those things off of netflix we will see if and or when that happens all right so wrapping this up uh for today we're going to talk about one last thing is avengers campus is coming soon right how many of you are excited we love the Avengers love the MCU, and it is coming soon to Disneyland. Not Disney World because of the stupid contract across the Mississippi River. Whatever. If y'all don't know about it, read up on it. It's stupid. But anyway, Disneyland getting Avengers Campus. It's going to be ready. It's coming soon. I'm so excited. I hate that the Bugs area is gone in Disneyland because I never got to see it myself. I've never been to Disneyland. But I am going to go to Disneyland some point within the next two to three years to see Avengers Campus and to see Disneyland in its entirety. And it's because of this. So, 
anyway, it is coming to Disney's California Adventure. It will be there. Uh, it will roughly be about the size of Pandora at Animal Kingdom. If you guys have been uh, to Animal Kingdom, it'll roughly be about that size if you include the Guardians of the Galaxy attraction that's already there. So very exciting. I'm super stoked for it. I love the concept art that's already been produced. I love some of the pictures that we've actually seen of some of the areas in the Pim's Kitchen and things like that. So very excited for it. Can't wait for all that to get done, and hopefully I will get to go see it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, that's kind of it for the updates from the previous week. And, uh, it looks like Aurora's getting ready to wake up from her nap. So she knows it is about time to be done and wrap up. So we are going to go and, uh, take Aurora on a quick little walk here so she can get tired for her like eighth nap of the day. But yeah, uh, what'd you guys think? Is there any of these, uh, you know, news articles that you guys didn't hear about? Any of these announcements that you didn't know? Any movies coming out that you didn't hear of? Uh, if so, we're really glad we were able to tell you about it. And uh, yeah, you guys can catch us again on Wednesday. But really appreciate your time. Thank you. Have a great one. <laughs>